Hello. Welcome to the knife party, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. Reluctantly. I am your host, Zach Evergreen. You can find us on the Patreon at patreon.com slash knifepartypod. If you want to email me about my toxic masculinity, knifepartypod at yahoo.com, Kids you keep it old school. And of course, on Instagram, it's Zach Evergreen. That's Z-A-C-H. I spelled the right way. Kind of abandoning Twitter, just like everyone else is. It's not for political reasons. It's just become a cesspool's bullshit. <sighs> it's January the second as this is recorded, and it is twelve thirty-four. I don't. I don't really know what to say. I just, um, you know. I have a bunch of movies I want to review for you guys, and um, just out of curiosity, because usually when a new month comes by, there's like new free streaming movies on Amazon or Netflix and whatnot, and I just was curious, and I'm like, you know, I wonder, I wonder what's on here, you know, and I stumbled upon this this movie. Free to watch, by the way, if you have Amazon, if you want to watch it right now. It's probably still on there. I, d I doubt they'll ever make you pay for this piece of sh flaming shit. Known as Scream Baby Scream. And I saw the cover and I'm like, okay, even this movie totally sucks. The cover is good enough to give it a watch. <sighs> Made that mistake. It's really bad. You know, some people go, oh, it's so bad, it's good. <laughs> no, no, not this movie. It is so bad. I've been drinking, and, um, but what you're hearing from me is not me being drunk. It's me being so stupefied that I am. I, I don't know what to say. I just want... Normally, I write down all my notes, and I do a making of and all that other good stuff. I do a deep dive. Now, I watched this movie, and I said, I have to do this review now. Right now. I, I have to get this out of my system, because I'm angered. Angered. This movie is so bad. Um, I'm not even going to go into who, who stars in it or whatever. I'm just going to tell you one thing. It's a trauma film. That's one of the only things you... Troma and Lionsgate have a reputation of being bad movies. 
I disagree with the latter. Lionsgate movies actually are pretty good. Some, at least, you know. This movie is fucking garbage. And anyone who tells you they like trauma films, they're just posers. They, 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 no one likes a trauma film. They're all garbage. Except for the fact that Lemmy is in Tromeo and Juliet. That's about it. Um, this drunken clarinet jazz music, the only reason why I played it is because there is no soundtrack for this movie. It does not exist. Hey. Shit. I'm bored of myself. But uh, there is no, there is no soundtrack. There's no reviews. There's no making of. There's no nothing. This got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's on Rotten Tomatoes, but it says 0% because no one bothered to review it. That's why I'm doing it. If it did have a Rotten Tomatoes percentile, it probably would be zero. There's no way in hell anyone could like this movie. I always try to find something redeeming for bad movies. And that's why I give this movie a solid 8% on the Evergreen Tomatoes meter. 8 I've never reviewed a movie at an eight. Maybe Thelma and Louise gets like a, an eight. It's that bad. It's a terrible fucking movie. I hope you guys are having a good new year. This first movie I watched this year. I need to cleanse my palate. I'm going to do another movie review tomorrow. And I mean, you guys aren't going to hear it tomorrow. It's going to be scheduled, but. I'm, I'm going to have to watch a good movie. Because this movie was just so fucking terrible. I'm actually going to go to my DVD collection. I'm not I'm not going to go on and just watch just whatever is on streaming for a moment after this. This, this scared me straight. It's what I get, man. Like, you know, once in a while I go, hey, I haven't seen this movie ever. And I, I'll, I'll watch it. Nope. You know what really sucks too is Running Man was on my queue and it was in that and Antonius was like, You gotta watch it. He was on the Predator episode. And I'm like, Yeah, but I just did an Arnold movie like not too long ago. I don't wanna like burn out all my Arnold movies, you know. So I was thinking to myself, I should have fucking just watched Running Man. I don't know, maybe tomorrow I'll I've been promising I was gonna do the fly and I was gonna do Robocop, maybe I'll do one of the two. I, I just, this movie is so bad. Okay, so the movie we're talking about is Scream Baby Scream. Um, I'm not even using a glass with this wine today. It's just that bad of a movie. Um, it's terrible. It's, I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's only one hour and 22 minutes and 21 seconds long. How do I know this? Because I paused it constantly to write down these notes. I have nine pages of notes on this movie. Nine. Why do I have nine pages of notes? So you never have to watch it. Because I'm going to go scene by scene with this motherfucker. It, I wasted my life watching this shit. You're going to waste your fucking life listening to me talk about it. But at least it's going to be better. In fact... The way I describe it is probably going to make it better than what it actually is. Because this movie is... I'm not even making jokes here. This movie is so bad. 
It is so bad. All right. Um, tell you what. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, to be fair to this movie, let's give it an intro. Well, to be fair. Well, don't say to be fair. Hate when people say to be fair. Oh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. Oh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be Scream, baby, scream. What brought them together, these two young artists experimenting with life in search of excitement? What hideous web of terror threatens to engulf them? They live only for kicks, anything, even the freaked out world of drugs. What do you say we see what's shaking in the outer limits? Now, it may get a little hairy once in a while, but don't let it flip you out. Suddenly, they're plunged into a psychedelic nightmare. His neck's broken. What terrible forces are at work that will soon bring them face to face with a living hell? I feel so strange. Like a nightmare that I don't want to think about. If you go beyond imagination and create an entirely new world, then the one you have left becomes far less real than the one you have found. Even if you have to build that new world yourself. this shit uh was the answer to the uh that the end of that trailer this movie is fucking garbage i've already said that i'm sorry for repeating myself but you know what i I, i'm just saying to be fair well to be fair don't say to be fair hate when people say to be fair well to be fair don't so uh this movie is 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 absolute and utter garbage um it is I don't know if it was just the 60s where people didn't know how to make movies. Like, okay, for instance, I love Frank Zappa, right? If you ever seen 200 Motels, it is like one of the worst movies you've ever seen. If you ever seen Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the movie, it's a great album. It's, it's a garbage movie. In fact, you know what's funny? I think Ringo Starr is actually in 200 Motels. I will do that movie eventually. I'll, you know what? I promise I'll do that on my 200th episode if you guys are still with me. Even if you're not, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, let's get on with the shit fest, shall we? <sighs> I don't know who it stars. I don't care. I don't know who directed it. 
I didn't bother to write it down because I know you're not going to watch this. If you actually do want to seem like you're on drugs or you want to punish your spouse, um, it is free on Amazon Prime. You could actually probably find it on YouTube for free as well because I guarantee this is public domain at this point. It is a trauma film, though. That's the only thing I know. Um, so right off the bat, uh, we see the Tromafil logo, and that should have been my first warning of, uh-oh. And uh, it's out of focus. <laughs> it's totally out of focus. Oh, man, I'm drunk. I don't even care. And, uh, yeah, I just realized I, I made a huge mistake right when I saw that. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. And then we see a dude, he's being chased by a car. Um, and it does that that late 60s freeze. You know when he jumps and then the whole thing has like a blue filter and it just stops. And and then the, the film is like kind of moving around because it, it it's not centered correctly. And, you know, it says the... The title of the movie, Scream Baby Scream. I always want to call it Scream Bitch Scream because of uh, 8mm. Which is a way better movie than this, by the way. Anyone who... Yeah, I, I, I would totally rather be reviewing that movie. But this needs to be done, man. I need to review this movie. It's 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 that terrible. There's no way I'm, I spent three hours of my life watching this shit and writing notes down... No. No, you must suffer with me, all right? I'm not a masochist, but I am a dom. You must hear this. All right. So the man is ran down, and then he's put into an ambulance or an emergency medical technician vehicle. <sighs> Jesus Christ. And then we hear these jazz clarinets play. As I said, I couldn't find the original soundtrack doesn't exist so I just looked up jazz clarinet and this is what I got so if YouTube pulls this shit I'll be really surprised they have a boner for me though they really hate me they really want to put it up my ass all the time and I'm into anal stuff wait a minute wait whoa 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 if I'm getting paid um so back to uh Back to all this. Um, he gets run down by the ambulance, and then um, he's loaded into another one, and he's in shock, and he's like, I got to get back to her. You know, she's still there. She's still there. And then we have um, a 60s, like, montage love interest scene of him talking about this girl named Janet. Because they're like, son, son, is there anyone who we can call and, and take care of you? And he's like, Janet, Janet, uh, you got to call her, Janet, you know. But he says he, he's got to get back to her, which actually makes zero continuity sense when you watch the rest of this movie. Um, also, you see this kid and he looks like he didn't get hit by a car. He looks like brand new. He looks like fresh face, like he just woke up, you know, after a Coke binge and he's fine. Um, oh wait, no, that was the '80s. This is '60s. He 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 looks he looks fine. It, there's not a scratch on him, like at all. And he just you know got 
plowed by a giant car. You gotta remember, cars in the 1960s weren't like my Toyota Corolla. They're, they were fucking huge, and if you got hit by one, um, it was, it was, that was probably, you're done, son. It's a death sentence. Not in this movie, though. Um, you just see the headlights and then flash, he's on the ground. God, I hate this fucking movie. I hate this fucking movie. Don't even want to talk about it. You know, it's like when you're in the therapist's office, uh, uh, the uh, office, it's like when you're in the therapist's office and you're talking about like sensitive shit like that you don't even want to tell your therapist and it takes a lot to get it out of you, you know? Let's say like you're beaten or burned or molested or whatever as a child. It's like, I don't really want to talk about that, but you, that's what you're paying them for. Well, it's kind of like... I'm sitting here and I'm talking about this movie and I feel like I was molested, burned, and beaten. It's that bad. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to put my nose to the grindstone and we're just going to get through this, okay? No more complaining out of me. All right, let's just let's just do this. Shit. So anyway, we have that 60s montage uh, where you see his girlfriend and he's talking. He's like, Janet, 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 Janet. And she's in a yellow dress and she's dancing around and he's thinking about her. And uh, then we cut to, um, so this is obviously a flashback in his mind. We're cutting back to the previous events um, that happened. And uh, it's uh, him, our main protagonist, who later we learn is Jason, because they don't say his fucking name until halfway through the movie. Great writing, by the way, and direction. By whoever fucking made this film. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, film. Whoever made this flick. Whoever made this piece of shit. Uh, we we cut back to them and, and they're in like an art class. And they're drawing this nude model. And uh, you know. It's Jason and Jeanette and uh, Janet. And they're they're like love interests you know. And they're drawing this girl and, and uh, they're all you know. Going like, oh, look at yours, look at mine, da da da, and she's nude, you know, because it's a nude modeling thing. Did you know I dude did nude modeling once? I actually did. Is when I was good looking, pre rosacea. I used to be hot back in the day. Now I have a voice or a face for radio, rather. So anyway, um, then our main character Jason, who's approached by the female nude model. And he kind of blows her off. She's like, so what do you want to do? You want to go out to eat or not? And he's like, no, I'm going to hang with Janet. And uh, the acting here is so bad. And this guy is so, so cold. If you ever seen Harry Portrait of a Serial Killer, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. I'm not 100% sure about that because I didn't look it up because I was so disgusted by the end of this film. I just turned it off. I didn't even fucking watch the credits. Um... You're never going to see this film, so it doesn't matter. But anyway, he blows her off. And um, then he makes plans with Jeanette. And uh, then we have... Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So then we see the nude model. She's getting ready, pulling on her stockings. Because apparently the nude model, Jeanette and Jason and their friend Scott, are all going to go hang out and like have pizza or some shit. You know, I guess like that, that just happens because movie. And, um, 
as she's getting ready, the only good scene in this movie is she gets attacked and kidnapped, and it's a really cool scene because it's a POV, and like her face looks like absolute terror. This is the one, one, and I mean only, okay, there's two good scenes in this movie. This is number one. This is why I give it 8%. There's two good scenes. Um, and when she's attacked, it is, it is really creepy. On my Instagram, I actually took the picture of, of her face or reaction because I was like, okay, maybe, maybe this gives this movie some credit, but it doesn't. It doesn't at all. This movie is fucking garbage. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, she gets attacked um, and she's, by the way, she's putting on stockings. It's probably why I like the scene because, dude, stockings. I mean, I mean, girl putting on stockings is hot as shit. Anyway, an ominous mu uh, music plays, and then she's attacked by this dude with a blue face, and it's stupid, and it's, it's garbage. So our main character, I wrote down, still don't know his name because they haven't said it yet, but his name is Jason, uh, drops off Jeanette. Um, after their little like uh, uh, painting class and everything, and they're you know going out to eat, and uh, by the by, he, he wants to sleep with her, obviously, you know, and uh, she says like no, and then he responds, "Well, let this let's make it legal then," which is like the worst marriage proposal ever. Let's make this legal then. Damn this movie. I've never heard anyone use that as a... Now, I'm not saying get married because marriage is pretty stupid. Unless you own property. And you're under 30. Just don't do it. That being said, if you're under 30, you probably don't own property. But just don't, don't get married unless you're 30 and own property. It's just pointless. Especially if you want to fuck some chick on your motorcycle. Like, let's make this legal then so I can get laid. Like, what the fuck are you thinking, asshole? Then again, no one's smart in this movie. Everyone's a... F f oh, I almost said some words. Hey. So she says, I'm not ready to play housewife. And then he gives her a cold shoulder. Get off the fuck... Get off my bike and go away. Kind of thing. And he gives her the 1960s by Felicia. We're only on page two, by the way. You got more. That's seven more. All right. So then now there's a new... Uh, oh, no, sorry. The nude model we now see. She's bound and she's gagged and there's three persons there sedating her. And they start doing surgery on her face, right? But now we cut to the next day. And uh, there's a new nude model, you know, and... You know, Jeanette apologizes and she offers dinner up to Jason. Let me pipe this down a little bit. Sorry about that. And this is when we first realize his fucking name is Jason. Okay. And now there's a new art teacher coming in. His name is Mr. Butler. And everyone's like, oh, Mr. Butler, Mr. Butler, Mr. Butler, Mr. Butler. Who's Mr. Butler? Oh, my God. That's Mr. Butler. Mr. Butler. So he does this abstract kind of like art. And it's the same as what everyone else is doing. But it's like oil painting, and all their faces are like distorted. You know, it's it's all very weird. I actually, follow a couple of people on um, Instagram that do really cool art like this. Uh, one of them's called like Dark Art, Dark Arc Art 
cave, I think. Like, and the, there's another person I follow on on Instagram. They do this really cool art where it's like the Mona Lisa, but the face is all fucked up and shit. But it's original art. It's not like computer graphic or anything. Um, Dark Archive. That's what it is. Yes. Um, yeah. Shout out to them. Well, anyway, this is basically that. It's just. What you would see, like normal. I I hope this episode's listenable. I'm I'm very upset, and I've been drinking, and it's late, and I just hate this movie so much. I just had to get it out of my system. So if this this episode sucks, I apologize. But I fucking hate this movie. This movie's garbage. Jesus Christ! I hate this movie. God damn it, Eli. So that's what he's known for. He's known for all these this abstraction. Um, they even say he is the master of macabre. That's actually a line in this movie. God damn it. So Jason confronts him because he starts hitting on his girl Jeanette or Janet or whatever. And he's like, you know, he's like, oh, I find this grotesque. And, uh, but then Butler takes an interest in Janet's work and, you know, Jason then mocks him, you know, of course, while they're in like this, hold on really quick. Okay. Um, the next scene when he's ranting or sorry, when he's, um, no, he is ranting. He's ranting about Butler. This next scene, the camera is off skew. Like they are not even in center. They're off by like, not like one or two inches. They're like off by a lot. So you think something's going on on the foreground to the right? There's not. It's just, they didn't even bother to fucking center the camera. They didn't. They didn't even bother to center the camera. So th there's trying to be a serious conversation here with Jeanette and, and, and fucking Jason. And you can't really take it seriously because you're like, why is the camera like over to the left? Why isn't center? And it's over to the left. And anyway, it, it threw me. It fucking threw me. How hard is it to get it centered? Now, look, I know if you're a fan of Heaven Seals or any other band I did, people will go, how come your album cover was, you know, slightly to the right? And it's very slightly. And I, I always tell people, dude, I submitted the artwork and it was centered. And that's the way it came out. And then when you look at it, it actually is technically centered. It just looks different. It's just like a this this is clearly, 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 clearly like 12% more to the left than it should be. Jesus Christ. So anyway, then um Jeanette goes, I'll make it up to you, you know, you know, for not fucking you, um, and not wanting to get married and accepting your proposal. She goes, I'll make you dinner. So then our next scene is um, them eating dinner. And they're just at a dinner table, you know, eating dinner. And and uh, there's a... She's not even eating, by the way. She's got her little drawing thing. And she's, she's doing a charcoal drawing of the cat that's sitting on the kitchen table. Now, here goes the amazing thing. The cat is behind her, yet she's drawing it. No explanation. No explanation why she's able to draw this cat behind her. And it's not a swivel chair or like a captain's chair that you would see like an RV. No, she's looking straight forward. And she's able to draw the cat. 
Yep. And then she asks Jason, uh, do you like my spaghetti sauce? And he gives some asinine answer. And he's a dick about it, too. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I've had better. He doesn't say that, but he says something like, of that ilk. And she goes, well, you devour it so fast that no wonder you couldn't taste it. <sighs> Wait a minute, though. I will tell you this. In the scene, there is not only a cat, but there is also spaghetti. saw you on that daytime TV show sitting behind that plate of spaghetti. I knew that you were no ordinary cat. Haters will hate on you and make negative comments such as that cat looks scared and a cat should not be eating spaghetti. But you just keep on eating that spaghetti because you will always be All right. That's probably the best part of this episode. So uh, then she gets up out of her chair and um, we see that she's bottomless and she's only wearing an earth tone button up shirt. That's it. No. No, no, that. No. Just eight minutes ago, she was saying that she would not have sex. Now she's serving him spaghetti with a spaghetti cat. And she's bottomless. Who, first off, all right, hold on, time out. I don't care what you're into. There's no one ever that says rejects a marriage saying, I will not have sex till marriage. And then serves you spaghetti, basically naked. The next day. No. That doesn't happen. It, do, it just doesn't happen. <sighs> Jesus Christ. This is this is the movie. So anyway, and then she goes, I'm I'm ready for bed. And she crawls in the bed. She gets solely naked. She gets she gets in the bed. And she's waiting for him. And instead of Jason just going to the bed, uh, like one would what does he do he grabs the cat and walks into the bed with the cat no movie no no you can't do this to me okay then he gets in bed and this is no bullshit he pulls out an acoustic guitar like out of fucking nowhere. But that's not to be under understand it because the lighting is so bad in this. All you could see is the sheets and hear dialogue and a little bit of skin and her butt crack. 
So maybe the guitar was there, but it just appears out of nowhere. He just starts playing it. But what I mean by playing it is he hits one note on the G string, and then he plays one open chord. Like, not even... Not, doesn't even have his hand on the fucking guitar. He just hits an open chord, like as if you were tuning. And then I guess they make love. Like she's leaning against him. He has pants on. The cat's there. The guitar's there. Bad movie. It's just... Oh, and by the way, this sex scene is filmed when they actually start making out. It's filmed like Blair Witch Project, where it's chaotic cam, where like the camera is all over them at all times and it's all shaky. And it's bad enough that you couldn't see anything with the, and I'm not saying it's like, I wanna see the like a sex scene and it's all like, you know, Britly lit. It's just, I can't see shit. I don't even know what's going on in this movie. All right, page five. All right. So we cut to black, and now there's something out the window, and she looks out there, and uh, she goes, there's something out the window. <laughs> and then Jason goes to check on it, right? But then he stops, and he goes, I stubbed my toe. You're probably imagining things. I wrote this verbatim. But then we see a blue face looking out the window. <sighs> Anyway, and then the next scene, they're at a groovy coffee shop. This is Scott, the other nude model, Jason, and his girlfriend, Jeanette, right? And he's like, she's like, you promised me you'd do it. And then Scott goes, yeah, man, you got to do this, dude. Are you in or are you out? And then they all go, yeah, we're in. So they take one cup of coffee. And by the way, the, the waiter goes, you just want one cup of coffee? And they're like, yeah, man, just one. And they put one sugar cube of acid in there. And then Jason's all concerned. He goes, does it taste like anything? It looks like a sugar cube. And he goes, it is a sugar cube, moron. It dissolves in there. It's tasteless. Okay, here we go. First off, um, I don't know if you ever done acid, but one hit between four people ain't going to do shit. You're just going to feel like you heard some good news. You're not going to trip. I don't condone doing acid, especially nowadays. I don't think drugs are good for you at all. You should do it at your own discretion and when you're an adult and all that other good stuff. That being said, I will tell you this. If you're going to do acid, do not put it in coffee and share it with four people. First off, the acidity of the coffee is going to kill the lysergic dialysic acid or whatever that's in, in LSD. It's not even going to be doing anything because you're going to cancel itself out. You want to put it with something like fat. Because, you know, acids and bases, it's just fucking simple chemistry. Fuck this movie, dude. Fuck this movie. So they all drink a cup of coffee and they get high as shit, apparently. Uh, that that doesn't work, but there you go. Then they decide to ride motorcycles. And they ride motorcycles, and they go to this gazebo at this property, and they hang out. And now Jason's totally in love with Jeanette, or Janet, or I, I don't fucking care what her name is. I really don't. Uh, but they're all hanging out there, and he's like, I love you. And he chases after her, and he goes, oh, I'm stoned. And he sits down, 
which I, doesn't happen either. Like, God damn it, this fucking movie. This movie. Okay, I apologize. I, I swear to God, I'm not going to talk shit about this movie anymore. I'm just going to review it, okay? It's just really bad. By the way, I'm 36 minutes in this episode, and this movie's only in like 18 minutes. So we're gonna we're gonna power through this. So after the groovy coffee scene and they ride motorcycles, they go to the zoo, and then they see themselves as the monkeys that they're watching, and they're inside the cage, and it makes no sense, and the scene is pointless. And then the blue face man appears, and uh, yeah, grabs like the model girl uh well well she's tripping and uh then they go to the beach and they're like hanging out at the beach and then um the audio is so bad here that you can't even like hear the dialogue you just hear the ocean waves <laughs> it's it's filmed that bad like you can't hear the di- like you have to you have to turn on subtitles at this point to even hear what's going on so uh then we cut back to um, Jeanette and she is or Janet or whatever the fuck her name is she's painting again in her studio and Mr. Butler appears and he's uh, uh, apparently she's mimicking his style of like these distorted faces you know it's always like the face like one side of it is like down or up or or it's usually down like it's a roar like it's a candle uh, melted and he's like you got talent and then there's a bunch of psychobabble bullshit and uh, then you know, Butler as Jason enters, where she's where he's like, "Oh, art is life," and da da da. You heard it in that goddamn fucking trailer. And then, anyway, Jason's super jealous, and they all go uh, to some like performance, some some liberal arts performance, and then just like a '60s music dance break breaks out for five minutes. For no, for no apparent reason. And then Jason gets in a fight with Scott. And then Scott is like, fuck you, man. And then Scott leaves with uh, Jeanette. And then he leaves with his model girlfriend. And then she's trying to seduce. Uh, she being um, the model girlfriend tries to seduce Jason. And he's like, I don't know how I'll feel tomorrow. I got to leave. And then she's like, call me. And he goes, sure. <laughs> this fucking... Happens. Oh, and by the way, uh, Scott and Jason have the worst fight scene ever. If you think like soccer fights are are fake, this is like the fakest of anything ever. It's it's like Shawn Michaels overselling. It's so bad. No, 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 no. Sorry, I, I hate to put Shawn Michaels there. It is the worst fight scene you've ever seen in any movie. You're like, this could an argument would have been more believable than this. So Scott walks Jeanette, and um, then they, you know, for whatever reason, the cat on the way home, hold on, when they're walking on the way back, the cat just appears in her arms. There's no reason why. It didn't show them going back and grabbing the cat, but yet the cat is there. Like, the cat is in her fucking arms when they're walking home from this this discotheque club. And it makes zero sense. So then, anyway, there's a bunch of groovy kids at the beach, and they find Scott's body the next day, right? Like, that we just saw was, 
you know, the cat and everything else, and and he's dead. And then we see the investigator. We we never hear his name, and we don't need to know his name because this movie is garbage. So then Jason is like, "Where'd she go, man? Because she's missing." And now uh, he investigates her apartment, trying to look for. Her. By the way, this is the next day, and there was no internet or cell phones or anything. I don't know how he figured out she was missing. The detectives didn't contact him. She's goes. He just goes. I haven't heard from her in four hours. I'm. She's missing. So he goes investigate her apartment. And nothing. You know. No. Uh, her belongings are all there and all that good stuff. And you know. And he rummages through her uh, drawings and he finds clues. And the clue he finds is this gazebo, the one that they took drugs at. But apparently he doesn't recognize it and thinks it's weird. And also reasons because it's a movie page eight all right so now we have a backstory monologue and this is the only part of this movie that kind of is interesting so mr butler the painter right he's drinking his brandy and he's having like a uh and a montage no no a monologue talking about his past to no one in the room, by the way. At least we don't know so. And it turns out that he was, you know, a huge painter and he was doing landscapes and all of a sudden his hands hurt and he couldn't paint anymore. He had like bad arthritis, muscle atrophied. And he went to this doctor and the doctor was like, well, I don't know what to do for you, man. Um, you know, you, uh, like, there's, there's nothing we can do. And he's like, but... Doctor, there should be something. I don't know why I sound like Keanu Reeves from Dracula, but there must be something. And he goes, well, there is something, but it's very experimental, and it's something I'm working on. But you must stay at my house for a couple weeks. So the doctor invites him in for a couple weeks to do this experimental shit. And um, uh, he, you know, he works on his hands. And then there is a love interest that now starts between... Uh, Laura, his the doctor's wife, and Mr. Butler, and Mr. Butler kind of like wants this to happen, and then, you know, Laura's like, if he finds out, he'll kill us, and he goes, I don't care, Carfax Abe, and then anyway, so Laura leaves because the doctor's gonna kill her and not him for whatever reason, and wants to do more experiments, and then he disfigures Butler's face, but fixes his hands. And then spends his rest of his life trying to fix Butler's face, which makes zero sense. I mean, think about that. So anyway, uh, they make a kind of a pact where they don't even explain this pact. I just got it from watching this movie. Like, I think they were trying to tell me this, but the idea was that this is Butler seduces people to come. This is what I gained from it. Remember, they, this was not explained. This is just me trying to make common sense of it. Butler is to seduce models to come over for the doctor to experiment on, and then the doctor in return will fix his face. And the doctor in return gives him these fucked up models because he disfigures them so for him to paint as subjects. That is the only thing that my common sense 
is is getting out of this because they don't really explain that. They just say that there was a doctor. Uh, Mr. Butler's hands are fucked up. He's a great painter. He needs to paint. He has an affair with his wife. And then the doctor just figures his face. And then they make a pact to what end they don't even say. I'm just throwing it out there. That's what I think was the main goal here. Don't worry. We're almost done with this shit, by the way. Okay. So anyway. Um, so then they become allies and blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. Now we see uh, kidnapped girls. Uh, the, the, the kidnapped girl. Uh, um, and uh, this is um, fucking... Jeanette or whatever her fucking name is and her eyeballs on her cheek and her teeth are all fucked up and it looks like she's like Gary Busey you know like she's like <laughs> looks like a melted candle or a jack-o-lantern with teeth and um, you know he's he's sitting there and and he it doesn't even show him painting her so it's like this movie could have been really good for a low budget and this budget was very low I could have made this movie so much better just with this whole thing about a doctor mangling girls and then him painting her, that's actually a good idea for a movie. Oh, sucks that this movie's only 122 minutes hours uh, minutes long, and it took them, I don't know, 48 minutes to get to this fucking plot point with this character development that doesn't even fucking happen besides them taking acid, riding motorcycles, and getting in shitty fights, and Jason being a dick. So Jason suddenly, you know what? I'm not going to read my notes. Jason suddenly just figures out where she is because he sees the picture of the gazebo where they uh, took acid together and it just so happens to be the secret lair and hideout of not only the doctor but the artist and he goes in and he tries to save her uh, but he's kidnapped um, well no first he tries to save her you know and her face is all fucked up her eyeballs on her like cheek and shit and her face all melted and then he goes like I'm gonna you know save you and then he gets like knocked out and then he's in the chair or on the operating table and they give him an injection they're like we're gonna work on him in four hours you know whatever she saves him she unlocks him by the way he looks fine and then then he runs out he escapes and he's like I'll come back for you and then he gets hit by the car and then you see him in the the we we start where we I mean sorry we we're now where we started in the movie where he's in the ambulance and by the way, his face is fine. Everything's fine. He doesn't have a scratch on him, like I mentioned before. And then uh, the detective is like, so uh, where is he? You know, I need to talk to him. And, and the doctor's like, oh, he's in his bed. He's all fine. And then they go in there and he's gone. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, we need to find him. So they go to the property. And then we see Jason there. And we see him from the back. And he's like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? You know, and then uh, he sees the cat or the, the detective sees him picking up the cat. So he picks up the cat. And then they're like, Jason, Jason. And he turns around and his face is defigured. Ooh. And then that's the end of the movie. You're welcome. You never have to watch this. I don't even know if I want to listen to this back. I'm going to air it. Because you need to hear this. Because I did this for you. 
Eli wasn't even in here today. He took the day off. Anyway, I love you. Thank you for listening to the Night Party Podcast where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. Um, God damn, this movie sucks. I, I, We're going to do good movies for the rest of January. Be kind, rewind. I need to return some videotapes.